I never knew you were, you did law. Yes. But I also think it's kind of interesting that you're a guy who understands the law mm-hmm. and yet you had runnings with the law. Altercations. Altercations <laughs> with the law. With yeah. the law. And I feel like people who know you may know vaguely that that happened. Yes. But um, I would say I didn't I didn't know any of the details until you told me a little bit about it. Yeah. So this is what I know, the basics. Twitter is involved. Okay. You get called in. Mm-hmm. Six months spent yes. behind bars. It's a nice summary. But I always assumed that it was like a couple of weeks. I never knew it was six whole months, man. That's a long time. It was meant to be three years. Wow. But But then uh, after like the appeal, it went down to six months, which I'm grateful for. It was a very interesting learning experience. But that happened twice. Yes. And so a year... A year was lost from my life, yeah. Lost? Uh, Is that how you would put it, really? Uh, after after a year, I would say yes, because uh, other than the, it was a learning experience, yes. Mm. I was a curious person, and it was a nice way to kind of see what actually happens on the inside, how people are, how people are living, what they do, all the shortcuts, all the things that they actually make from nothing. Wait, wait, so let me get this straight. The first time you were told that you were going to go to jail. Okay. Your your mindset was you're curious. Yes. So you were kind of excited? In a way, in a very weird, <laughs> dark way. I was, yeah, kind of excited and I was waiting to see what this world is about right now because you never see it and, unless you're actually there. We hear yeah. stories, you know, from people or just random rumors about what happens, you know. But uh, once you're in there, it's a completely different feeling. And the reason I'd say that Uh, a year is lost of your life is because when you're inside you're literally on a pause like literally Mm. there's nothing you're doing right for example if you go and if you look at this one year you imagine yourself stuck in that little room right now Mm -hmm. without interaction with the outside world you don't control what happens outside and you don't even control what happens inside how about that Yeah, yeah. You're literally just there and time is passing by. Things are happening around you. And even if you had you had plans, for example, I had plans. They all had to stop, right? Travel plans had to stop. I don't know what ticket to, to this event, tickets to that event and this festival, this music event. Everything had to get canceled. A lot of experiences that I planned for, um, I couldn't attend. Okay, so let's try to do this in a way that won't get us in trouble. Sure. So we're going to talk about it, but we'll omit some details. For example, we'll omit what exactly you said on social media. Preferably. Yeah, and we'll omit exactly how jails are run in the Sultanate, because I don't think we have that uh, privilege of being able to speak. A lot. Although you know about the law a little more than I do. I would so, say let's not. So we'd rather not. So what we'll do is we'll talk about vaguely what happened and why you were put in. And then your own personal experience, I would say, at least internally. Okay. You know, how you dealt with the situation, less so about the what the day-to-days of jail. I, I w- honestly, I'm a curious guy. I would love to know all of that, but we also have to be mindful about that. I understand yeah. that 100%. Yeah. Um, so w- w- what was the first time, what happened the first time you got called in? I has, we can just talk about that one time, because... Uh, 
يعني there are similar experiences about يعني my mindset and my experience inside يعني. Mm. Um, let's just say I was you know very outspoken and واجد uh, دفاعي. Now the English word is not coming يعني. I was impulsive يعني. mm. and uh, I just kept on. I was a bit aggressive online يعني. I had no filters. I was I was يعني younger. And I had a lot of energy when it comes to letting things out يعني, and expressing. Alhina I am a lot more tame and I feel like it's due to the little bit of fear mm-hmm. of what happened, but also because there's a little bit of control that, okay, it was unnecessary. Um, Is that what okay? you feel now? Yeah, that's what I feel like. I, I feel like there was a lot of things that happened that mm-hmm. were completely unnecessary and From your side, yeah, and yeah. and this could have been prevented much much easier, right? Um, so yeah, I was just watched out there. And was that how you felt at the time? No, Or you in, felt like your 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 rights are being infringed. Upon? I just felt like I wanted to be this rebel that just kept on going regardless of what happened. You know, you get called in, I don't care. You were in investigation, I don't care. Hmm. We're gonna take you in for seven day de- detention. I'm like, fine, fine, yeah. It's like I want to try it anyway. Let's do it. Let's do it. You know, no, let's do it. Can't. Yeah, they're like delete your account. I'm like, no, I need it. <laughs> you know, it's like, come on, we're trying to help you out here. What's wrong with you? But mm. now I look back at that time and I'm like, you had so many outs, but you didn't take. But any you didn't of them. take them because you were kind of just in your headspace, yeah. all about your little self and your little cause. But now I think like about it in this way where. If you're if you're locked up, mm. your your cause is also kind of like on pause. If you think about it, yeah, you're not helping it. Um, there are other ways you can go about it. Well, depending on where you are in the world, Yanni. Yeah, there are other ways you can go about it to kind of uh, express or share a certain idea, Yanni. Yeah. Now, being inside was fun because it's the first time where I am literally. At the beginning, of course. Um, it's it was like I'm camping somewhere for a very long time. <laughs> you know, wow. you don't have a lot of things. You don't have a lot of clothes. You know, mm. you don't you don't have all the comfort comfortable things that you have at home. Of course, uh, you don't have electronics. For literally, it was like that, Yanni. <laughs> And uh, for me, I used to write a lot. So literally, from the first day. Until the very last day, I have uh, different notebooks where I would journal every single day and I would summarize things. So I would summarize the day. Mm. I would uh, write about all the different characters I've met. I would describe them. Uh, so you have like a visual reference of what person A looks like, what person A did. And then you would have different anecdotes and stories about things that actually happen in prison with person A. And that's the same with many different people that I've met or that I found interesting as characters. Mm. Uh, it's very it's very interesting as well that you find people from all over, Yanni. It is like a nice little melting pot for people from all over the place. I mean, consider it like a little mixer <laughs> event found out from people from Batna, Bafar, you know, Sharqiyya, Masindam, Masqat, everywhere. Hmm. And uh, they're different accents, they're different personalities, they're different backgrounds. Some people are horrible, some people are amazing. 
and uh, you learn about how you can make friends and who you trust, who you don't trust. Is how that you like a, the biggest theme there? It's, it's finding out who you can trust. I feel like it's important because a lot of people are malicious. I wouldn't say everyone is, mm. but there is that little sense of uh, survival. Like, right? like I don't trust you and you don't trust me. And so I'm going to look out for myself. Or more like you're new, mm. you know, you're fresh meat. And it's easy for me to kind of take advantage of you in one way or the other, mm-hmm. right? Because I'm here forever or I'm here for a very long time. And in order to survive, I would need I would need things here. You know, for example, if your family brings you some food, mm. um, I would kind of slide my way into your, uh, your ration, <laughs> right? I try to befriend you. Yeah. For a while, so if I need something in the future, you could say yes to me much easily than, than if I didn't know you. And I would probably need something in the future because, you know, here we are. We all need stuff. But the beautiful thing about it is there's also a sense of community and like a sense of, uh, what can I say? It's like the people in your room are like your family mm. uh, or some of them are like your family. And you guys eat together, you guys... Uh, Uh, basically gather all your stuff together sometimes. If you need something that you don't have, you can take it from my drawer. So, so far, everything you've been describing sounds like a hostel in some Asian country that I, you know, that I, I used to frequent. Except you can't leave. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, so I guess that leads me then to the second part. When did it get tough? What was the worst part of it for you? Um, when it got boring. Basically, like after a while of the same routine, the same food, the same people, the same space. And uh, you just feel like, okay, I'm done. Yeah. Like, I, I, this was nice. Thank you very much. I'm done. Now I want to move on with my life, which I've stopped because of this. Or not, uh, well, c- technically I have stopped it because I did this, right? Right. Absolutely. Uh, for, يعني, my life is on pause. Because inside you're thinking. You think about the outside. Hmm. When you're asleep, you dream about the outside. Because uh, you think about that a lot. But at the same time, because you're always inside, you dream about that a lot. Because that's your surrounding. And I that's see. that's the most of the visuals that you're getting. So your man. dreams adjust to the surrounding. From what you're, yeah, from what's around you. That's how your dreams start morphing. Hmm. Fa, yeah, I think like by the three month, four month mark, four mainly, yani, felt like okay خلاص, يعني, we did this we've done that everything is fine يعني, mm-hmm. uh, everything يعني, my everything is fine everything is done I'm good I need to leave it's done يعني, يعني. Barat, you cooled down you had a little bit of perspective at the time did it happen the first time you went in, uh, in, uh, in prison was that the first time that you feel like okay I have some perspective I'm going to calm down Or was there that sense of, uh, you know, I want to still say something, do something, it's still there? Uh, you mean while inside? No, no, I, I've stopped wanting to say things <laughs> as soon as I went in, yani, because I don't want to be there again. Yani. I don't right. want to go back. Yani, Absolutely. But you did again. I went back for other stuff, unfortunately. Yani. Okay. Um, but uh, that time it was different. That time I was like, oh, here we go again. <laughs> so the, this second time you were not excited. I was no, completely <laughs> not excited, actually. Yeah, I A lot of things were going really well for me at the time. Mm-hmm. You know, like work-wise, in my life. Uh, What year was this, roughly, the second time? Like the end of 2019. 
So it's not that long ago. It's no. right before COVID hit. Yeah. Hmm. And the time before that was like sometime in 2018. So they're like not that far apart. Yeah. They're not that far. That's one of the other reasons where it feels like uh, not this again. You know, you might, what? No. Why? Why? Uh, why am I here again? You know, in this little whirlpool of emotions and like uh, what you, restricted space, basically. Now, I, I, I know that usually um, one of the biggest things that cause people a lot of agony and suffering and pain is the idea of not wanting to be where they are at the moment. Yes. That's why you see people who are the most fulfilled are the ones who feel like, I want to be here right now. Mm-hmm. But if your mind is wandering to other places, you're not being present. Yes. That's usually when a lot of um, mental agony happens, at least from my experience. Now, considering that the second time you went in, you did not want it. You experienced it. Khalas. Yeah, exactly. You wanted the experience the first time you got it. Uh, the last two months were, got boring, but yeah. you got out. The second time, it's six months Again, that you are not looking forward to. No, not really. And I feel like, look, one of the things that actually helps with a place like this is just accepting accepting right off the bat that you're here and not thinking about outside not thinking about tomorrow or the day after tomorrow is just going to come and one day you're going to be out and literally i kid you not the moment you're out that that time that you spent inside dissipates like this it's like it's like it was one week Because that's what I mean by a pause. It literally feels like that. When you leave, you feel like, okay, this was like one bad dream. Hmm. I just slept and I woke up because everything has been the same routine, right? So just that mindset of, you know, I'm here. Halas, I accept it. You know, let's live this life now. This is my life. Was it as easy as just making that decision? No, I think I'm just weird. <laughs> because you know, you, you, it, it sounds like wow what an attitude that's amazing but like yeah. I'm struggling to believe that it was that easy no because also I don't think six months is enough to break you honestly because I've seen people who've, who were there for like five years hmm. or ten years or they have ten years to go and you always hear that they're like I'm tired hmm. you know they're not tired by work they're not tired by uh, like physically They're tired from their thoughts. They're tired from just being inside their head the whole time. Mm. And that gets to you after a while, you know. They're tired of their routine. And yeah, I just, you know, if there's one thing I feel like we should know more. We should know more about these people, in a way, Yanni. Um, Because it's not like, okay, it's just a lost soul to the system. No, it's like there's a lot of backstories. There's a lot of emotions. There's a lot of artists. There's a lot of people who want to create things. People who have really beautiful ideas, even if they have made mistakes, including myself, for example, you know? Yeah. And the only reason I'm talking about this right now here today is to say that I don't stigmatize it at all. The fact that this happened, it's... It's normal, Yanni. You know, you made a mistake and some the, the system disapproved of it and you went through the consequences. And that's it. You know, to me, it's as simple as that, Yanni. Hmm. It might be upsetting. It might be, it might be sad, yeah. But other than that, Yanni, um, I don't think there should be any kind of stigma attached to this or fear um, of sharing this kind of information, Yanni. 
Also, not all crime are, uh, is created equal. That's something yeah. that we need to take into consideration, right? Yeah. A, a violent uh, criminal is not the same as a person who committed a non yeah you commit a non violent crime basically you know right so but you're thrown in in the same place mm. they don't there's no distinction except for maybe the amount of years or whatever right because inside everyone is the same you know they don't they don't see one as better than the other sometimes there's categories but most of the time there it's it, there isn't any were you living with your parents at the time Um, Before the first time, in. yes. The second time, no. But that's the reason I had to leave because I had to like stop my contract with my apartment, etc. And then I had to go back home. Yeah. Uh, I I I like what you're saying about there shouldn't be a lot of stigma attached to this, and people should be open to it. In fact, I feel like the only way to truly f- derive a lesson out of your experience is to be open yeah, with yourself first of all, yes. and then with others. But there is a lot of stigma, whether you like it or not, with of others. Course. Of uh, course. So how how did your parents take it when they found out the first time? Uh, horribly, obviously. I think my parents are are a lot more paranoid and anxious about this than I am. I think they try to hide it from as much people as they can because mm-hmm. they didn't want to to go through that Q and A about it. Yeah. Right? I was traveling. Or I was studying as usually, Annie. Mm-hmm. Um, that was always the easiest answer. So I think there is always there. That's there was what a they sense. Told people. Yeah. Yeah. So there was a sense of shame, first of all, and a sense of we're already really upset about this, mm-hmm. and we don't want to deal with your questions right now. You know, which yeah. I understand, Yanni. Yeah. You're you're already going through something, and that is not the time to be questioned about it, Yanni. And I think to this day, my parents are probably paranoid about what might happen to me. And they always think that I'm still like this troublemaker somewhere, you know? Uh, Would they be worried that you're here with me today talking about this? They would probably, they would probably, Yanni, warn me not to be as open about this. Hmm. Uh, maybe for my safety, but I feel like I'm safe. Mm-hmm. So the other reason would be is just so other people don't know about it because you know mm-hmm. it's part of private uh, life. Uh, yeah, la'ib and uh, yeah, exactly. and uh, that those concepts that is very prevalent now, here no, in now, the region. Now anyone listening to this is yeah. not going to marry me. I mean, God, <laughs> God forbid, you know, it's a big problem for me right now. <laughs> I am risking it, you know. But the- I'm not marriage material right now. You say that half jokingly, but like <laughs> the other part of you is not joking. No, definitely not. <laughs> definitely not. You know. <laughs> you know, I I didn't even think about that. Yeah. But th- we do have that in our culture where they'll go and check who the family is, what the person has Full done. Full background check. Full bro. background Literally. check. Starts with Instagram, but moves on to actually calling people yeah. and asking them. Yeah. Which is honestly a little weird. Uh, Super from my weird. Perspective. Yeah, it's But, very it's very yeah. invasive, Yanni. It is like imagine if you're okay. Imagine if you're this really horrible person in 2002, for example. Khalas, it's you for the rest of your existence. Yeah, wish, and, yeah. Yanni, you changed. You could have grown out of that. You could have Yanni really fixed a lot of things in your life that were probably horrible back then. Mm. But it doesn't matter. There's this blip in your life now, and it kind of prevents you from going places. It's like 
not having your vaccine and wanting to enter a mall يعني, you know Right. you don't have the prerequisite of being super clean as a person not marriage material so now you cannot uh, <laughs> yeah you cannot uh, be part of the society in that way يعني. yeah but I feel like you and I and uh, you know and a lot of the people that are in our surroundings at least the ones I know who I consider friends mm-hmm. are people who are capable of looking past that and looking at the person yes. and not the history yeah because Yes, history could be an indicator of the future in some instances, but humans are such complicated beings. They, every person is a universe on their own. Okay. You cannot take one incident or exactly. two from their life and say this is who they are. Especially if that incident has no relation to you at all, Yani. You came mm-hmm. into my life 10 years after that. Yeah. Now what's, what's important now is our connection to each other right now. Like, how are we serving each other as people, you know? How mm. are we serving our uh, mentalities, our emotion, our... Like, how is our conscious level together, for example, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I guess that's much more important than, oh, okay, what did you do back then? Yeah, It's completely yeah. Um, irrelevant. What I yeah. did back then was I made a mistake. Basically. And people need to be more understanding and more forgiving. And I guess... If that was your parents' impression the first time, what was it the second I think the second time there was more, there was more fear, you know. There was it was, يعني more a sense of nuisance as well, يعني. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, this again. Come on. Uh, also, it's difficult, يعني, because if you're inside, some someone has to run around and deal with certain paperwork, or you know, um, they have to deal with certain officials, and a lot of you know how we are in Oman. We're very conservative, mm-hmm. and just being seen. In these places, it's super uncomfortable. Okay, I might be a weird person who doesn't care, mm-hmm. for example, or doesn't have certain feelings of shame. The threshold of shame is very high. Or <laughs> high or low, I don't know. I think high, 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 very high. Yeah. But yeah. with my family, I know they felt very uncomfortable being in, like, in a police station. Yeah. Or speaking to this official or that official for like certain paperwork, you know. I know it was like the same amount of discomfort that just came back. Yeah, and it's like the thing is, I understand, right? Yeah, it's exactly. it's like they they didn't choose this. Yeah, and, and literally, yeah. all of a sudden, they're put in the situation. Yeah, you know, I have suddenly, empathy yeah. for them. Yeah, yeah same. Sometimes I'm like I'm I feel really bad hmm. that يعني I am their son at the moment. فهمت because I put them through a lot, yani. Hmm. And uh, humma, they probably did not expect this to, to happen at all. Yani, fam, I was like, uh, I was like this A student, literally. Faham, la? Hmm. I have bachelors, I have a master's. You're automatically expected to be like some perfect human being now. All of a sudden, you are in a horrible mess. Like, how did this happen? You know, we did not expect this from you. Mm-hmm. And uh, you've put us in a really bad situation. We've had to do this. We've had to do that. We've had. I guess it's super stressful, yeah. Super stressful for people who care yeah. about their image, or they care about being super private. And because something like this brings them out into the public, right? Yeah. Now all of a sudden, people know they have problems, and nahna as Arabs, we don't like people to know yeah. what happens behind closed doors, yeah. 
But now all of a sudden, this kind of removes that veil, pierces that veil of privacy. Yani. The second time, were you writing as much as the first? The same amount of time. I had to, it was like a continuation. Literally, my books continue in numbers. So if that ended in one, two, three, the other one was four, five, six, seven. This is volume two. Yeah, basically volume five. I have like eight different volumes right now of, of notebooks. That will, will they ever see the light of day um, in the form of a book or a memoir? I, I'm not sure if I'm ama- an, an amazing writer, but I'm trying to find a way of how I can, how I can bring this out, Yanni. Uh, I have no idea, Yanni, if it's going to happen. But if there's a way where I can consolidate different stories, um, even if it's like one of these books where every chapter is a bit random and not mm. related to the other, um, I guess it would be nice. I wanted to to come out in, 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 in a way where people can just see, you know, the day-to-day of someone. Yani I'm, I'm not this person who spent 10 years. It's that deep for me. Yani. But it's not But nothing. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. If I would still like for it to, to be heard or seen. Or Let's try read. a thought experiment if, Go for if it. you're up for it. So you are in the process of writing this book. Okay. okay. How, what would the first sentence of the book be? How would it start? I would write the date <laughs> of today and then I would, write a tit- I would write a title for the day if I already have the information. So for example... Uh, this is the first paragraph of the book before the paragraph you know these, before, these oh, little, these little yeah. school notebooks yeah, yeah, where yeah. you have like a date and one address yes. you know I literally had those notebooks like oh, little school notebooks yes exactly <laughs> with like the timetable in the back yeah yeah. so that's the, the, this is the, the notebook yeah. Yeah. so for example the first page would be like okay so first day in Bosher jail for example you know Mm. or day one or for example the day we got caught <laughs> sometimes it's something a is bit that more way you would yeah. start would you start from the day you got caught or would you t- start before that no i would start from the day i got caught nice because danny that's the first day of me being in detention right yeah so the memory starts from the first day at a police station not before but then later we get context Later, you get a little bit of context. Yeah, I, I explain. Mm. So, like, this oh, is... A, I think we're writing the book as right now. Right, So, right? so it's happening. <laughs> exactly. Okay. You know, this is actually a part of the book, right? Yeah. Like, how I got caught is part of part of the book, Yanni. It's somewhere there. Yeah. And it's like a first page of the first notebooks, Yanni, in the second time. Mm. Uh, it explains what happened, how this, uh, who, how we were approached, one, two, three, four, Yanni. So, you do get a backstory of the... A little bit of the before. It's just not that far... Uh, into the past, Yanni. The most of what you see is a bit after. Fant? Okay, here is a harder question. Yes. On the other end, what would the conclusion be? Is That's there a moral that you're going to leave us with? In the book? Yeah. And, uh, in the book? You mean in what I've written right now? No. If you were to write a book. If it, I was to write a book. So in the book... An extension that would be also mm. just you as a human. Yeah. What is the conclusion or what is the moral? Is there a moral even? Is I think it, it's, I think one of the main, I mean, I'm not going to articulate this in like a very nice way right now, but I think one of the main and most important ideas is to really accept and literally give in. To that sense of acceptance 
to where you are right now and what's going with you because mm-hmm. that's how it will make things super easy and you will start to live like a normal life you'll start to see this as your as your normal now instead of trying to fight it when it's not going to change for like the next few months you understand is that a general lesson for life I think so, yeah. Definitely that could be carried out into many, many different situations, Yanni. The second thing would be is to be super diplomatic with everyone, but you don't have to be super fake. It's just always try to maintain peaceful relations with Mm. everybody. Again, something you would also utilize in your normal life, Yanni. Um, I guess that would just make your life super easier. The part of accept... You, I understand how that works in the context of jail or prison. Mm-hmm. But then again, you're a very ambish, ambitious person. Okay. You, you know, at least from my exterior view of your life, you don't just stick to one thing and that's all you're going to do. It's like, I'm going to extend myself to this. Mm-hmm. And then, mashallah, you're great at it. And then I'm going to extend myself in this, and mashallah. And you don't get great at it unless you put in time, you know, and uh, do it over and over again. Yes. Isn't that the antithesis of accepting That is like, I do not accept the status quo mm-hmm. and I'm going to cause some short-term pain or suffering to obtain this thing moving forward. That's the opposite of accepting. In a way, yes. But also, maf. what I look at it is, uh, how I look at it as, okay, I'm accepting that I'm changing. Mm. You know, I'm accepting that there is a new part of me now that wants to enter my life. Um, so because I accept it, I'm going to work towards it and understand what this new part is, right? So I'm not fighting this other part. No, it's still a part of me. But now all of a sudden, if we're going to mel- if we're going to welcome a new part of my personality or a new part of my brain that wants to explore something different, then yeah, okay, hi, I accept this. And let's see what's behind door number three, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, something like that. It's, it's not a fight with who you are. It's more about understanding more And it's like an add-on to who you are, Yanni. Yani. You can still apply that idea of acceptance in a way. Do you feel where you you are right now, you have a good grasp of who you are, who is Firas as a person? Or is that a, a, th- a thing that you, you I, I deal think, with? I think I do, honestly. I think I do. But I'm still looking forward to seeing how this person can change. Yani, there are still parts of me that... I don't entirely understand and I would love to understand them. And I know where I stand on a lot of things. Mm. But for example, uh, when it comes to like mental illness, okay? Um, I don't like to self-diagnose mm-hmm. and I I haven't diagnosed myself with anything. يعني. And I know a lot of people throw the words anxiety, depression, even in this conversation. يعني. لكن I want to actually uh, go and sit with someone and understand what's happening with my brain, whether it was healthy or not. Um, and it's probably not. But, <laughs> but the idea is that you, I, I need to know. Because, again, this is a different perspective. You know yourself from يعني, what you are seeing, but يعني, maybe a professional can see a bit differently. And I want to also add that perspective to mine to understand myself better. So that's like one example of how I can improve that understanding. Do you find that your art ever comes from a place of pain and hurt? Or does it often come from a place of joy and a sense of freedom? 
Um, I think it would go with 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 the joy. Yeah, more, more about yeah more because I want people to dance. I want people to enjoy themselves. But I mean, this is when it's when we were talking about like the aggressive part, Danny. Mm. Um, but I don't think until now I don't think I've created anything where okay it's coming out of sadness. Um, Or it, but um, but but mm, in a way mm. in a way when I came out. When I came out, I feel like the pieces or the things that I was making, they had that angry aggression. So that's what I was yeah, noticing. Okay, that makes sense. Yes. Yeah. You made me think about it again, Yani Fahmtla. Yeah. But I feel like, yeah, I'm translating that little feeling or the different things, Yani, into this little piece in a way, Yani. But it seems like subconsciously. Yeah, it's it's subconscious and also some, somehow it's mixing the two together. It's mixing that sad part, but also mixing this little happy part yeah. into this one one piece that has a mix of emotions. Yeah, and people can perceive it the way they do. Man, you know, Shum, you know I'm I'm very selfish because part of me wants to open up the lines for people to call and ask questions. Okay, but then the other part of me, I have so many more questions I want to ask. And as I'm saying that, someone is calling. And oh, subhanallah. really? Hello, hello, hello. 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 Helen. I I recognize I recognize this number. Is this on air? Yes, this is on air. Don't don't oh, embarrass I'm yourself. Yes, Anish Ambe. Hi. Listen, man. Keep yes. on slapping the bass. I know who that man. is. Okay, I know <laughs> who this is. Yes. <laughs> you all. Oh, we need to go for that. How, yeah, exactly. I, I, I was just gonna say that. Uh, I was just about to say that. We need. We definitely need that biryani, man. <laughs> yeah. Maybe invite Abdullah to that set. Sure. Welcome, After this interview, I think you need it, man. <laughs> yeah, you definitely need that's it. That's it. I wanted to call to say that, and uh, that's about it, Allah. Thanks so keep for on calling. Keep on the bass, man. Definitely. Thank you, man. I'll Thank see you, you soon. Good to hear your voice, bro. Yeah, let's go. Show that. Nobody listening. Ain't nobody listening. Ain't nobody listening. Ain't nobody listening.